Hello and welcome to Life at Home, the podcast that explores the many facets of home. I'm your host, Johanna Lundgren, and together with Shan, I'm thrilled to be back with you for a brand new season of Special Homes. This season, we're excited to delve into the unique and fascinating homes of people from all walks of life. We'll be exploring how their homes reflect their love and commitment and how their spaces have helped them grow as individuals. Our guests will share their stories of what makes their home special, the values and personalities reflected in their spaces, and the compromises and design decisions they've made to create a home that truly represents them. We'll also be exploring the importance of certain spaces in the home, such as the kitchen, and sharing life at home tips and ideas from our guests that you can use in your own space. So, whether you're a homeowner, renter, or simply curious about the many ways that a home can reflect your personality, we invite you to join us for this exciting new season of Life at Home, Unique Homes! Welcome everybody. This is a special episode about Unicorn. And today we have Saskia with us. She's an artist, author, and a creative coach specializing in coaching women writers and artists transitioning through and beyond menopause. Welcome, Saskia. Thank you, Sean. It's lovely to be here. Please tell us a little bit about you and what you do and where are you? So I, I live in the UK on southwest of England. I essentially coach women through the transition between what I call the kind of motherhood years, which even if you haven't had children, you have, it's like the mother energy, then transitioning into the second half of life where in fact, actually our focuses and our dreams and desires are quite different. And we move from beings of service to others, often to the detriment of ourselves into a space where in fact we are in service of our own truth and yeah it can be an uncomfortable transition and that's the transition that i love to coach women through because it's so empowering i'm really resonant with what you said especially on the second half of life i used to say it about we only have two lives and the second one starts when we realize we just have one it's such an honor to have you here to share this a powerful service where are you leave now? So my unique home is a yurt, which is, uh, for those of you who don't know, it's a big circular tent. It's actually 24 feet, which is about seven meters. And it has a lattice work of birch and made with birch beams and a big clear window in the top, in the middle. And there's a circular window in the top and then it has windows big picture windows there's three big picture windows in the walls yeah so i live in in a field it's the most heavenly place <laughs> i can just imagine 
the heavenly place between you is the cloud and blue sky and the green, 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 green land. Mm. We do live how, in a very green part of the UK. Um, how big is the earth? Yeah, so it's seven, seven meters, seven meters across, which is about 24 feet. Yeah, I mean, it's big enough within there. We have a, a kitchen space and there's a, an office space, a bedroom space a sitting room space what we call a sitting room or a lounge and then a dining space and then in the center there's enough room to do yoga or dancing or yeah whatever you feel like or sometimes we have like a, we make a big long table in the middle and have people have lots of people for dinner it feels like there's a lot of all in one yeah it is it's it's all in one it's a it's a um it's a one room living experience which mm. And the circular living experience as well, both of which, I mean, when I first moved in, I was there on my own and it was, yeah, it was a wonderful space to be in. And now I live there with my partner and my dog. Uh, and actually we work really well in one space. I'm not sure it's, it's right for everybody to be in one space, but for us, it works really well. How do you um, divide it, the, the space with all the function activities? running daily yeah so it, it's i mean essentially the division is the furniture yeah it's just like in one area we have a sofa and a wood burner in one so it, it's all around the outside of the year actually that's kind of so if you imagine each sort of edge part of the edge has a room or, or in inverted commas a kind of room or living area mm. that is placed there in, in almost like a kind of cake like slices of a cake. <laughs> so that's how you how you planned on the layout of the of the home. Yeah, so I, I played around with it. In in the beginning there was just a bed and a sofa mm. initially and slowly over I've been living there for four years now and slowly over time there's more and more furniture has crept in. Mm. So it used to be very minimalist. It's not so minimalist now. What would be the tips when I walk in to a, such a huge place and one in all, how can I plan the space and... Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was trial and error, as in I would try things out and they would yeah. either work or they wouldn't or they'd work for a bit and then after a while I'd realise like, oh, actually, if I walk into the room, having that piece of furniture there really makes it feel divided and smaller and less spacious. So a lot of it was about kind of finding finding the ways of putting the furniture so that it, it, it kept it feeling spacious but also to have the various living areas delineated and that is you know as you say it reflects your life and it, it reflects my life and I do like to try things out I'm always trying out new ways of being new ways of doing things new ways of dressing new ways of yeah I like to try things out and see what sticks how long this uh, a try period uh, last um, then you you felt like oh this is this is it yeah so it can be anything from 10 minutes to maybe a month sometimes longer where mm. i i i walk in i keep walking in and i suddenly one day i'm like I actually the en it's like the energy the energetic sense of the space is being 
disrupted or I'm being distracted by this piece of furniture being in this place. And sometimes it's like literally moving the sofa by half a foot in one direction creates a greater sense of space and ease of moving around the space because when you have a lot of a lot of furniture in in a space like that you you want to be able to move easily you don't want to be like shuffling sideways past things you want to be able to flow in and out of the various areas how do you define that is the flow and this is where the sofa would Um, have a permanent home in that corner? It's an, it's an interesting question that. I I suppose for me the flow is about ease of access. So I actually, so, so I had the yurt made and I decided exactly where the windows would go. Mm-hmm. And so before the yurt was even made, I did have an idea of between this window and this window is where my bed will go. And between this window and this window in front of the wood burner is where the sofa will go. So mm-hmm. there was already a, a bit of a an idea before the yurt was even put up in place, even constructed. Mm. So when I first moved in, I I had, in fact, I didn't even have a bed. I just had a mattress and the mattress went in the place that I had originally thought that it would go in and that never moved. And the same with the sofa. So those those two areas were always fixed. Maybe mm. they might move, you know, as I said, half a foot this way or half a foot that way. But but that those areas of the uh, always stayed the same and then everything else kind of moved around it. What will you call those two areas? What What is important for you uh, to fix these two areas? Well, I think it's about relaxation. Hmm. And I suppose for me, when I'm thinking about my home, the most important thing is that it should be somewhere where I feel relaxed and I can recuperate and nurture and nourish myself. You know, the place where you sleep and the place where you relax were integral to me. And in fact, for the first year that I lived there, I didn't even, the kitchen was outside. So I did all my washing up and all my cooking outside. And it was only in the second year after my first winter of cooking and washing up outside <laughs> in the oh, rain wow. and the snow and the wind <laughs> wow. that I decided actually it would be really good to have the kitchen inside. But that's interesting. So as a creative person, but in your home, you actually need create at least a two functional space to be very stable. So you can secure where to rest and then feel safe. Yeah, I mean, I would say I would say that the whole yurt is actually very practical. It's mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's not really enough space to for any of it not to be practical. Mm. So you know, I mean, I absolutely love cooking, and you know, in my before I I was coaching, I was teaching about healthy eating and writing recipe books and that's always been a big part of my life has been cooking Mm. so the kitchen now 
it went from being outside and a kind of outside camp kitchen to now I have a fitted kitchen with a dishwasher and running water um, like you would in a house with a fridge and a cooker and yeah Mm. so it's probably like a sort of kitchen you'd have in a small flat it is so interesting to hearing you about how this I'm still hooked by this how you having that so empty space and you design it with the whole basics and you're still moving around with the trying things out and creating that flow I must ask you what is your most lovable um, or your favorite corner oh good question <laughs> <laughs> I think my my most favorite bit of the yurt is I have a bookcase that so on the bottom shelves it has books it's an old bookcase with paint peeling off it and that kind of boho chic kind of look where the paint's peeling off so it has books on the bottom and then on the top I have a combination of my my glasses as in like my drinking glasses but also things that I've collected from all over the world shells and um, sort of souvenirs I mean I say souvenirs but you know like little sculptures or little pictures and photographs so and also some kind of quite artistic pieces so I have some puppets on there and I have a singing bowl and a few photographs of loved ones and it's almost like it, it sort of almost represents my whole life that bookcase because on the book you know there's like there's a there's a pile of there's a pile of cookery books there's um there's a whole section on self-development there's some on philosophy there's uh, some on the arts so it's it's like all of my interests and also a kind of condensed collection point for the things that I've gathered as I've traveled over the years. Yeah, it's almost like a display for your knowledge, wisdom and adventures. Mm, I love that, yes. Right? <laughs> I kind of feel like, wow, what a rich bookcase. That's, a, that's a so priceless. You mentioned about this is um, this yurt is located in in the field yes uh, what is the experience of living in the nature yeah i mean that is it is amazing so my partner had when we when we got together he had a house has well he still has a house but we choose to live in the uh, because of the experience the experience is extraordinary you know you look out of these floor to ceiling windows at trees and fields and just the nature the beauty but also you hear it so you hear the birds incredibly clearly at night you hear the owls um, and the foxes when they're in mating season and the deer when they're in the rutting season you hear you hear the rain and the wind like it can get quite scary sometimes if there's a storm because the whole yurt kind of shakes and shivers <laughs> and uh, but you know i know that it, it's very well kind of pinned down and when it rains it's it's just 
it's consuming because the sound it's like a drum with the rain mm. and and usually you think oh it's raining quite heavily but you go outside and actually it's still it's a very light rain but because of the canvas it sounds much heavier i feel like they give you extra attention yeah in a smart home <laughs> yeah <laughs> And also, you know, we it, it takes us like we have to carry our shopping from the car through two fields to get to it. So mm. that even that, so you do that all weathers. You're walking through the nature to get to your home, and there is it's a kind of transition that you go through between leaving the kind of modern outside world and entering this sanctuary, this retreat. That is home. Yeah, it's like the space you created for you to really be mindful with yourself and with your loved ones. Then mm. you recharge and relax and and you can out serve the world. And your home will become center of cleansing and um, a purified place. Thank you for the sharing today. I would like to invite all the audience, if you're listening, we will have the second episode and the third one. I'm going to follow up with Saskia about the home is my creative expression, as well as how to create a healthy home. We're looking forward to have you back. Thank you so such much. Such a pleasure, such a pleasure, Sean. Thank you for asking me on.